Actually, I'm going to double check to make sure we're on the right. Um, just... Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode 252 of the Pixels and Ink podcast. I'm your host, Cody Orm, and joining me today is our editor-in-chief, Brandon Fry. Hello, hello, hello. And mm. returning from... Where'd the mummy take place? London? Uh, I, I don't even remember. Okay. Sure. <laughs> yeah, it was London. It was yeah, London. We'll yeah. say London. Yeah, yeah, it was London. That Phil Brown. Yeah. Did, did Tom Cruise have a fake British accent? No, he didn't. Okay, he didn't even try. Russell Crowe did, though. We'll get into that He's later. You uh, you missed last episode. He did. He actually. Huh? Well, I, I may as well get into it now. He had two British accents because he's Doctor Jekyll and Spoiler Alert, also Mister Hyde. Oh, so so, so when he was, Spoiler Alert. <laughs> so when he was uh, Doctor Jekyll, he had a very fine. Uh, hello, how you doing? And then, when, but when he was Mister Hyde, it got all cockney. <laughs> oh, he got the cockney accent. That's <laughs> offensive. That's <laughs> dumb. It was. That, that's all kinds of levels of dumb. Absolutely. <laughs> well, we're glad to have you back. Boy, missed the last you. episode and mm-hmm. it, it felt a little empty yeah it went off the rails real fast Did it? apparently <laughs> you're the glue that holds this together <laughs> you know, there's tangents on tangents <laughs> it was like four layers deep of tangents mm-hmm, boy okay yeah. all right i'll try to keep this ship on track this time <laughs> so um earlier today you sent me uh, a little bit of a news piece mm-hmm. with a video that is not in english no definitely not of uh, Nintendo breaking ground mm-hmm. at their their upcoming theme park in Japan. Yeah, it's through, I am beyond through, excited. Yeah, for this. yeah, through Universal Studios. Yeah, so it'll be like one of the smaller parks, like in okay. uh, the right. Islands of Adventure sort mm-hmm. of thing. But yeah, oh, I'm so excited too. I've been talking about Nintendo Land for a long time. Yeah, yeah. I thought for sure we'd end up with Disney. My guess is there was a bidding war because Disney just makes sense for everybody. Yeah, it does. yeah. Um, you would think also like the movies they could make with Disney well, too. Exactly right. So my guess is it. My, it must have just come down to money. It has yeah. to have. But Nintendo has that call. Right? Yeah, exactly. Right. Um, but it just. But anyway, it's not. It also, here, it, it, it also could have been licensing deals. So maybe they had demanded some merchandising rights or things like that. They're, oh, that's true. Universal Disney, doesn't have a merchandising wing, whereas Nintendo does. So they want to maintain their interest in that. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, like the, I know some of the a um, huge portion of Nintendo's profits are just from like T-shirts. Yeah. Oh, and of course. Well, I'm imagining yeah, yeah. Nintendo. Also, I'm imagining uh, Disney wants to make sure anything sold at the park is run through them. Oh, so, most certainly. Yeah. Or so, any, anything sold, anything related. Exactly. To Disney. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I'm imagining that it might be merchandising. It could be lots of like the superfluous stuff. I suppose that makes sense. Yeah. But anyway, we don't know. The, the, yeah, no one knows. <laughs> uh, the, right the, now. the important thing is, yeah, they started digging. Um, they had a very awkward press conference. Yep. And then showed uh, what they described as a preview video, but it was just like Mario hopping around, uh, like vaguely theme park guys. Like, I, I, there's no way it's going to look like that. There's <laughs> like, there's no way guests are going to be asked to climb blocks and collect coins. You know what I mean? That just sounds like a lawsuit yeah, waiting to happen. Definitely not. As definitely much as not. I'd love to do that. Oh, I know. Yeah. The only thing that they announced ride-wise was they said they're doing a some sort of uh, Mario Kart ride okay, that, that makes they sense. claim will be used the most advanced technology possible. Bumper cars, As Mario Kart. As to what Kart. that means, who knows. Um, so you can just like drive upside down probably. Yeah, my guess would be one of those like they do a lot of like, like Harry Potter and, and those rides mm. have a lot of like track free. Oh, yeah. Just like yeah. a zone with, with some live action things, some video and sort of flows through. And that would make sense with Mario Kart. Oh, yeah. You get blown up and do loop to loops and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but again, I who knows? straight up bumper cars. They're claiming it's the most advanced technology. And this is Japan. We're talking about. Yeah. So maybe <laughs> they found a way to do real Mario All Kart. robots or yeah. just like a go-kart track. That could work too. Oh, who knows? <laughs> but so they're doing that. They, the land, um, there's going to be a Bowser's castle. There's going to mm-hmm. be okay. pieces, uh, castle um and the other thing is um i guess through like some sort of 
uh, like copywriting things they've done, the trademark rides, mm-hmm. it looks like there's also going to be a Donkey Kong minecart. Oh, that's what I was going to say. perfect sense, yeah, right? That's yeah. got to be there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was actually, I was going to lead into what rides do you want? Yeah, and, yeah. And uh, Donkey Kong minecart. Oh, it'd be perfect. Be, yeah. Yeah, definitely uh, like a Star Fox simulator. Oh, makes yeah, sense yeah, as well. yeah. Mm-hmm. I'd also like, even though it's not, technically nintendo i would love a sonic the hedgehog roller coaster <laughs> where like when one of those ones that goes like zero to 100 very quickly yeah. and when you're about to blast off it does the <laughs> and then as you're going through the roller coaster it would go through gold coins and yep. make that noise too okay these stuff I just makes sense yeah, yeah no exactly yeah yeah um god i'm trying to think there's so many yeah ideas um <clears throat> god i i my, the minecart was my the yeah, one yeah I the minecart that yeah. was the one you had in your back that was, pocket that was well, my it's happening. ace in the hole. You got that. <laughs> um yeah i'm trying to think of what else they would do um who are the other major mascots well they're going to do something with pokemon one can only assume yeah as to what that would be i guess it would probably be a children's ride one would think yeah kind of like um what's that bug one in uh in wonderland you know what I'm talking about? The bug one? Oh, yeah. the one the, that like, does the tall like, one, but yeah, it like, yeah. does like the corners the really hairpin to her, the yeah. Parents. yeah, yeah, yeah. It could be something like that. Um, what else? I mean, like, I would love it if there was something punch-out related. I don't know how that would factor into a That's ride. the thing is that, like, there's not a lot of, like, qualities that lend themselves to rides with. Well, I mean, you could easily just lend, like, you could just call a roller coaster the Legend of Zelda. You know what I mean? That's the true. the music and everything played. Yeah. That's that's definitely true. Mm-hmm. You could definitely do something like that. Mm-hmm. There's um, got to be a log ride. What would work for a log ride? I mean, DK, but they already... Uh, Donkey Kong could work out. I'm sure there's a minecart like, for that. Um, I want, like, just a gross, like, adult section that's dedicated to Waligi. That'd be good. That'd be really <laughs> good. Obviously, there's going to be, like... Um, yeah, you know, like the Dumbo, the flying Dumbo ride in yeah. the world? There's one of those with flying Yoshi. Oh, that yeah. That just makes sense. Oh, for sure. Um... For the teacups, they could do, um, I mean, like, they could, well, what would be good for the teacups? I mean, like, I, like the most, the simplest one would be the, like, green tubes, but that yeah. wouldn't be super great uh, yeah. to look at. Maybe. Piranha plants. Piranha plants would be fun. Yeah. Um, Ooh, yeah. Maybe, like, a really fast roller coaster uh, where it's, like, Bullet Bill. Oh, that'd be good. Yeah. A Bullet Bill roller coaster would be great. I mean, like. Possibilities are, you know, if you look at everything they've done in Disney to turn that into rides, I that's mean, true. Possibilities are pretty, yeah. Or, you know, big. what like the pirate ship ride, but it's like yeah. King K. Rules, uh, totally. ship. Oh, obviously, do a haunted house with all the boo ghosts yeah, yeah. very easily. That yeah. would be great. Oh, I'm excited. For um, <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, I just like I just want it now. Um, unfortunately. It will not be coming now. <laughs> it will be years from now, and it will be in Japan when it opens. Um, there are plans. Like they've, they've definitely already announced mm-hmm. that it's going to come to the Universal Studios over here, but yeah. obviously want to build that it's park while, first. Yeah. yeah, so. A few I'd years. Within, yeah, within the decade. I'd, I'd, <laughs> I'd fly to Japan to uh, do that, among other things. Mm-hmm. Of course. Um, there's some noodle houses I want to go to. Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm-hmm. If it wasn't so expensive, I would do it every day. Totally. Yeah. But also like the 12-hour flight or the 20-hour yeah. flight. There's that, that, too. that definitely does mm-hmm. hurt wait the, uh, till we get teleportation mm-hmm. and go to japan mm-hmm. every day mm-hmm. so this is our special pixels and pixels Inc. e3 podcast because e3 is happening before we tomorrow. do that should we talk about arms that like the event or the game uh, the game we, we phil reviewed it so we might want to just have yeah, a quick well, like, we have the whole the like yeah why don't we do that first thing or the e3 stuff i was gonna do the news first all right and then if we do a normal podcast, there will be no time <laughs> for E3 stuff. 
Okay, so you told me to get news. If you don't want news, then we can put it away. Hey, why, why, don't we do, why don't we just do the, uh, the stuff that's not E3, then go into E3 predictions, then wrap up there? Okay, so am I doing What's this? happening? Doing the whole thing. formula okay, has been flipped okay. over. Okay, all right, all right. tell us about ARMS. Okay, okay, all right, we're doing ARMS first. Okay, great. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, ARMS, played ARMS, loved ARMS. Um, so yeah, uh, essentially it is kind of like a punch, like a Puncho clone, but expanded to be a more yeah, robust yeah. fighting game. Okay, um, it's set in uh, like kind of a neon dayglow mm-hmm. sci-fi fantasy universe, not unlike the almost um, like Splatoon, almost like Splatoon, yeah, yeah. but no squid imagery, um, lots of slime imagery though, yeah. and um, it's uh, it's ink. <laughs> Thank you very much. Sorry, sorry. As the the fans on YouTube nicely pointed out to me when I mm-hmm. when I said paint that one makes time. perfect sense yep. makes perfect sense so uh, yeah <laughs> set in a fictional universe is very very similar they have broadcasters but mm. it's all done through text all that sort of stuff uh, the design of its re- the, the, the world building I was really impressed by much by they clearly put a lot of time into it and in each of the like arenas, there mm-hmm. are fans for each fighter wearing costumes for each fighter, things like that. So weird. I know, yeah. The, so the general controls are you control each fist like punch out. The difference being that this time the fists stretch off the uh, the fighters across the arenas. Um, either as they like, do. Yeah, either looking like ribbons or string uh, or springs, your choice. Yep. Um, you can actually change it. No, yeah, there's I different mean, types. Oh, okay. It's just like what you want it to be. Oh. <laughs> each character has a couple different fists that they can use, Every and each okay. fist has a different yeah. um, kind of aesthetic. Totally, to it. I was just unclear what the arms are supposed to be made out of. That's all I meant. Some um, kind of spring, yeah, yeah, something like that. Like there's one guy called Spring Guy. There's one guy called Ribbon Girl. So who I like the goo the guy. I can't yeah, remember his name. Guy. Yeah, Helix. he's my favorite. Yeah, yeah Helix. He he's my favorite. Sure. Yeah. Um. So, uh, yeah. So you control each arm for punching. They stretch across like that. You can also aim the punches after you throw them, and then there is also uh, movements. You can move around the battlefield and uh, like super combo, like mm. uh, su- you know, like uh, Marvel vs. Capcom, yeah. or what have you, and also uh, incredibly satisfying uh, body slam throw move situation. Mm. Um, and <clears throat> I think you can either do it uh, with motion control. It's like they keep like leaning on it and advertise it because it looks good in yeah. videos. Um, I found it like okay, but. Um, I much preferred the controller <laughs> just a lot. It, I felt it, the same way I felt about um, when the Wii Punch Out came out. Yeah, yeah. we're like it worked. You could do it physically if you wanted to an extent, to, but it's just so much easier. Yeah. yeah, I I got a bit of time with it and I could not play with the motion control. It it was just trying to get the curved punches to work and everything yeah. like that. It just didn't. It was, didn't translate. It was tricky. I feel like there's a learning curve with it because I feel more than anything else was like I would be okay at first, and then I get stressful in the middle yeah. of a match, and then I'd start throwing my punches wildly. And well, yeah. like Brennan and I went to a uh, an event mm-hmm. with um, this is an industry event. There was like a tournament going on. It was a bunch of games journalists, and watching them play, it was mm-hmm. a lot of waggling, mm-hmm. lots of waggling. Yeah, yeah um, it's, it's not it's not perfect. Yeah, but I did feel it was at least better than. Like the Wii Punch Out was. Yeah. Well, yeah. Mm-hmm. There's an improvement there, but it's still it's still tricky. Yeah. But um, anyway, I found with the control with the controller, I found it immensely satisfying. That made it a lot easier. Um, I found as a fighting game, I think it, it uh, has a lot of fun. So there's a lot of promise. It sort of takes elements from various styles of fighting games we've seen before and puts them together into something that did feel fresh and new. Um, like Punch Out, as I said repeatedly, looms large, but it also has elements of a wrestling game. Has elements of you know, combo fighting games. Yeah. Um, what I appreciated was because of all the increased movement and all the other things you could do, 
the fights never felt like they were just pattern recognition and mem- memorization like punch out okay which was nice it actually felt like there was variance to it um and uh, there are also uh, several mini games um, with varying degrees of success. There was one called vo- there was one volleyball where you instead of fighting uh, punch a volleyball and the first one that drops it on the ground it explodes. Um, I found that actually very tricky to do. I didn't think that was quite too well executed. However, I love they had a mode called hoops. That I almost find more fun than the actual fights, <laughs> where it's basically a half court volleyball and you play basketball using each other's bodies. So you have yeah. to do the slam move to slam dunk each other through the net to score points. <laughs> It's incredibly fun. It has the real, like, NBA Jam uh, addictive vibe to it. Um, and then there's the usual, you know, tournament versus matches, team matches, blah, 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 blah. Um, yeah, I, I think it's – I thought it was a ton of fun, um, <laughs> especially once I got the hang of it. Um, I was really impressed by the world building. I was really impressed mm-hmm. by the design of it. It moves really smoothly. Is there actually a story really mode really in there? Uh, there's a story mode in as much as you can fight ten yeah. fighters okay. in a tower. And Fair enough. There's not like a plot. Like early Marvel Combat type story. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, well, the characters have backstories and things like that, but... Even last, even that stuff, they didn't really lean on that much. It really? really? Yeah, I mean, well, it was kind of like Splatoon, where it's like a full world, but no yeah. plot or anything okay. like that. Um, well, Splatoon did have like weird characters you could talk to, didn't it? They did, yeah. but it, and there was like a universe. There's no like mythology. No, you know okay. what I mean. No, no. Uh, that's all I mean. Okay. Um, and uh, yeah, the the fighters. Um, I felt yeah, they all did have their pluses and minuses. I'm not. I feel like um, per- perhaps like it just came down to my style of play or not getting enough yeah. time with every character. But they didn't feel incredibly balanced. Okay. Some were clearly better than others. Um, but again, that could come down to play style. Right, I have right. no idea. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, I thought they all did well. They 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 were all different in their own ways. And then on top of that, you had a choice of three different fists per awesome, person okay. that are and uh, did it change the way it played? But absolutely, oh, really? absolutely. And then you can unlock so that you can get every fist for every character. That's oh, wow. how it sort of encourages you to keep playing. You can you get currency through either online uh, matches or through the story mode. Um, that all worked really well. Um, I think the foundation's there for another really strong uh, franchise for Nintendo, okay. a fighting game, which mm-hmm. they, aside from Smash Brothers, haven't really done much of. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's great. I think, like, for the... F- possibly by necessity, it, it did feel a little light on content for the first one. Like, there are only ten characters. The un- the unlockables, as far as I could tell, were all things that were accessible. It was just a matter of mix and matching per character. Yeah. Um, that's sort of for, you know... The first entry in a franchise, that's to be expected, so I didn't talk them too much for that. But just relative to the fact that I like just played uh, Injustice 2 yeah. was the last game I reviewed. Um, that obviously had infinitely more content, or you know, the, Mario Kart yeah. obviously had infinitely more content. Well, the thing com- is with, with Nintendo and their, um, their offerings with these kinds of games, if you look at something like Splatoon, mm. it's not the same game you played when it first came out. Exactly. Um, they they have a very good track record of supporting their games after launch, so maybe, oh. uh, maybe that's intentional to keep people coming back. Oh, absolutely. There's no doubt in my mind there will be whether it be through DLC or through updates. Yeah, there will be many additions to this for sure. There's no doubt about that. I just, in in the interest of. I'm just trying to find something bad to say. Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> to be honest with you, just, yeah. just, um, that's like the biggest complaint I can make. And I didn't think it was that bad. It's also the nature of what Nintendo games are. You know, they're more, I describe them as like more gamey games. Yeah, experiences. well, the weird thing like was. It's, it's not like you're going to lose 10 hours in like a story of uh, ARMS and then never play it again. It's, it's we- designed to. It's designed for its addictive ability yeah. and playing over and over again. And I, like, even just in the short time I've had with it, I've really gotten into it. Yeah. And um, I haven't. Um, I wasn't able to try the online during the review period. Yeah. 
but um, I'm anxious to try that once that goes live, and I'm very curious as to how as to how that'll take off because it feels like something if you know like any fighting game. Yeah, that's where it will really live or die. Well, it's interesting that you say that it uh, that's kind of the par for the course for Nintendo games when mm-hmm. it comes to like light on that kind of content. It seems yeah. like it's one or the other with them. Yeah, because it's like you get you either get like a very you know addictive type of no story but like mm-hmm. straight like action type game or then mm-hmm. you get something like Xenoblade which is mm-hmm. just this is your life this yeah, is yeah. the story that's all you've got mm-hmm. um, so it's really cool to see I, I honestly can't think of a um, like between like Sony Microsoft and, and Nintendo mm-hmm. um, that offers those like such varying styles mm-hmm. uh, like generally like when it comes to genres mm-hmm. Microsoft and Sony offer more mm-hmm. but uh when it comes to just like polarizing like degrees of gameplay yeah, 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 yeah. it's uh it's it's or game style for sure nintendo is just so different yeah absolutely absolutely no i mean like my overall uh feeling on arms is i i do think it's great especially for you know um it, it looked wonderful on all formats it it, it did I could be wrong about this, but I'm pretty sure this is the first game that's coming out that was exclusively designed for the Switch that isn't in any way a port or upgrade on anything. That sounds right. Yeah, it yeah. feels right. And, and that just on a technical level... Oh, well, I mean, like, 1-2-Switch. Okay, yeah. but... You know. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Okay, agreed, but <laughs> yeah, yeah. come on. Um, and, or snipper clips. Yeah, snipper clips, yeah. Yeah, fair enough. But mm-hmm. again, but this is, like, a full yeah, launch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Blah, blah, blah. And like a full-fledged, like, big totally. title, yeah. And my, my only point to all that was I felt that um, it really took advantage of the hardware well. Like, mm. It looks beautiful. Mm-hmm. I mean, obviously, you know, with any Nintendo game, it's simplified and it's cartoony. Yeah, yeah. But within that, like, the colors are very bold. The world has a lot of depth to it. It's very beautifully designed. And I found the, yeah, whether it be on a TV or mm-hmm. on the small switch. Because I have noticed with some games, um, it does look a little uh, downgraded. Yeah. When you go to the screen, this one, I didn't notice okay. I think the art style really lends itself to something like for that sure. too. Yeah. I think I think that's a huge part of it as well. Uh, absolutely. But um, overall, yeah, I thought um, I felt the same way when I first played Splatoon, which is like, um, you know, it's t- there's a little bit of a learning curve because mm-hmm. it's so different, but it's fairly easy to learn. And I'm sure the more you play, the more intense and difficult yeah. the strategy that will come up. And I'm just, it's impressive that they were, you know, for so many years of not creating yeah. titles, these two ones they've done the last couple of years, um, sort of variations on it's popular genres, and they've done an incredible mm-hmm. job. With yeah, them. it's yeah. almost like a new era for Nintendo, starting with the release of uh, Splatoon, yeah. where there's a renewed focus on um, creating new IPs that are different. Mm-hmm. Well, they got a theme park now. they got to sell some toys, make some rides. <laughs> That's true, you know what I mean? That's yeah. true. Oh, you know what? Mm-hmm. A Splatoon roller coaster. Oh, Splatoon where, would be great. Yeah, maybe it's like the... Um, like the log one where you like yeah. go down and it splashes. Yeah, yeah, and it could it would work w- well for one of those where you like shoot one of those shooting. Yeah, oh, yeah, 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 that could work mm-hmm. too. Totally. There we go. Um, so there you go. There's <laughs> another one. Um, but yeah, I, I thought it was a ton of fun. Any mm. problems I had with it are relative to what the first chapter in any franchise right, right. is, or how games are released these days, where it fell a little light on content. But like you say, more content is yeah. coming. Yeah, of course it is. Um, and uh, yeah, it. I was really pleased. I was I was a little bit wary because um, when we played it, when we played it at the Switch preview, they only had it available with the motion controls, yeah. and I I didn't have the same problems with it you did. I, I did. I was I was able to get it work <laughs> I a little got bit. So mad, but yeah. I did I did 
wor- I, I did worry if that was the only way to play it, how what kind of lifespan it yeah, had. Yeah. Playing it with a controller um, was was really satisfying. Yeah. It was even better than I thought it would be. And uh, yeah, I like I tried it with a few different friends who, and even though it requires mechanics, you have to explain because mm-hmm. they are different. It really doesn't take long for people to get adjust and, and beat the crap out of me, even though I'm playing <laughs> one. So, okay. um, yeah, I really recommend it. I think they did an excellent job with that. Awesome. Oh. Mm. Um, I wanted to talk about something real quick. Okay. Uh, I didn't really play a lot of it, but I got to preview it, and I didn't get to talk about it last podcast mm-hmm. because of embargoes and that okay, jazz. Sure. So um, a lot of uh, a lot of young adults my age uh, probably grew up playing a lot of – have you ever heard of RuneScape? No. Yeah, okay, I, I a, know of it. It's an MMO, mm-hmm. uh, free-to-play, mm-hmm. start off as browser-based. Mm-hmm. Um, super addictive. I lost years of my life to that game. Mm-hmm. Uh, and recently, they just uh, released uh, an expansion. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's weird, because jumping back into RuneScape after so long... Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I go back every once in a while and jump into it. But like when you go back to like where it started... Um, like 13 years ago, something like that, uh, to see where it is now, where it's a full-fledged MMO. Mm-hmm. Um, like it, it, it can rival pretty much anything that's out there. Mm. Um, it's insane. And uh, this expansion, it's called Metaphos. And, I mean, if you play RuneScape, you probably have already played it. But um, it's it's interesting. Uh, Metaphos actually was an area that every player knew about, and uh, it was a part of the map that was just blocked off mm-hmm. for, for 12 years. Mm-hmm. Um, it's weird. And people would hear about... Well, I've, I have a story about that, too. Mm. Uh, people would hear about it in other storylines that they played and everything like that. And finally, they've created Menaphos for everyone to see and play. And, uh, God, it's it's really interesting. It's going into uh, ancient Egypt mm. kind of style. You're, you lead a rebellion against the tyrannical leader mm-hmm. of Menaphos, um, who's, of course, a pharaoh. Uh, but what they're also introducing, which is kind of cool for an MMO, is uh, a sort of like a time trial. It's called a shifting tomb. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it's sort of like a time trial um, dungeon that mm-hmm. you go in and you have to solve these puzzles and you know break a certain amount of pots or whatever like like that, and then get out to get the loot, mm-hmm. which is a huge step away from typical MMO gameplay, which is very combat focused. Um, and yeah, it's it's crazy. Uh, if if you if you've even thought about jumping back into RuneScape, I think this would be the time to do it. It's uh, everyone's yeah. very excited about it. Mm-hmm. Um, I I I really liked what I played. Um, okay. and talking to uh, the developers of it, they they put a lot of thought into it. And um, so the reason why uh, people knew about it twelve years ago was because back when RuneScape was starting, kind of, um, the developers wanted to make sure they they would have their little babies that they wanted yeah. to like ensure kept growing. So they would add th- – there are tons of things like that where, like, oh, beyond this is this land. Yeah. Um, and then, like, they just haven't built them because they couldn't. Money. Or there, there's, like, money reasons or, like, they, they want to make sure that they can keep working on it mm. and things mm-hmm. like that. So um, Jagex, the company that develops RuneScape, actually, uh, they, they pulled fans and they, they wanted Menaphos. So that's how Menaphos happened. And I wouldn't be surprised if you see more of this. Neat. Okay. Um, yeah. It was really cool. Really recommend it. Um I'm not a big MMO player, and I enjoyed my time on your computer playing RuneScape <laughs> the other day. <laughs> Sounds good. Yeah. Um, and it can be played in the browser, right? You can. Uh, if you weird. really want to, you can play it in browser. I mean, you can download it on your 
computer as well. It's not okay. it's not a taxing game. It is a, over a decade old now. Yeah, I mean, yeah. they've they've updated it completely uh, over the years. Uh, it's running on a completely different engine. Uh, this update gave some more uh, some better lighting. Um, so there's that too. But yeah, uh, it's pretty cool and it's free. So that's cool too. Gaming is expensive and. You know, it's nice to see something that doesn't cost a lot, but there's a lot of content in it. Sweet. Yeah. So Sweet. that's, I haven't really, oh, I played Victor Vran. I talked about that, I think. You though. did last week. Yeah, never mind. You mentioned it has a lot of metal and nonsense. <laughs> yeah. The, the Motorhead yeah, that's expansion dumb. That's dumb. where you, with the guidance of Lemmy. R.I.P. Yeah. <laughs> um, lead a resistance against an evil Fuhrer who's there's something with hell, some kind of demon controlling Fuhrer. Mm-hmm. It's um, weird. Yeah, the only thing Oddly that Nazi-esque. was Nazi-esque. Yeah, oh, very Nazi-esque. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, <laughs> it, it, it was stupid fun, though. Not gonna lie, the game was like the game itself wasn't great, but like it's fun. It's dumb, yeah. and and in that sense, it's a success. Awesome, cool. Yeah. So what about uh, Phil? I hear you saw a movie, and it was amazing. Yeah, the best yeah. movie ever, right? Yeah, 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 definitely. It's going to be like blow should, everything out of the water. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. The Citizen Kane should, of our generation, I, I think. Should is. I do movie news as well, or should I just do the movie uh, reviews? I will do uh, – pick one good news. One good news? Yeah. All we did right. one good games thing, so we have to do one. Okay. All right. Well, uh, um, all right. Well, the main one I wanted to talk about was uh, uh, Nicolas Cage announced a new movie this week. Awesome. I'm very excited about. Is he going to have – is he going to mullet Nick Cage or – Short hair, haircut undecided. Okay, TBA. Okay, um, but it's called Mandy. It's by uh, Panos Cosmatos, who's, who's a Canadian filmmaker. He made Beyond the Black Rainbow. Okay, okay, that's um, good. Yeah, it was really yeah. good. Um, so it's his second movie. He hasn't done one since then. And Nicolas Cage will play a guy whose wife is slaughtered by a religious cult, as um, you do, forcing yeah. Nick Cage to uh, become a one-man army to seek revenge. Yeah. And the um, producer described it as a surrealist, heavy metal-soaked story of battle axes and demon bikers starring yeah, Nicolas Cage. that sounds right. That sounds amazing. So I officially couldn't be more excited about this. this so it's like, like Ghost possibly, Rider, but, but good. not. Yeah, yeah <laughs> totally. That's the hope. We can only hope. Um, so anyway, yeah. and then uh, one quick one for Cody, because I know you're committed. Mm-hmm. You're, you appreciate <laughs> this. Uh, Neil Blomkamp did an interview this week. Oh, yeah? Because he, um, he has a new... Uh, Weird series. Yeah, as a yeah. production company, yeah, yeah they're doing, putting out short films. Okay. And um, in an interview promoting that, he did confirm that, unfortunately, that Alien sequel is absolutely dead, that he sees they haven't talked in years. He sees no way of doing that. However, he <laughs> says that he is currently uh, writing the script for the sequel to District 9. Oh, I nice. heard about that. Mm-hmm. And I'm actually, I will see it, mm-hmm. but I thought District 9 kind of wrapped up nicely. Really? Even with the I Will Return? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't. I, I totally forgot about that part. Yeah. Never mind. Right. I forgot that there's <laughs> literally because I for me for whatever reason when I'm thinking about District Nine it just like ends with him mm-hmm. like being no, no. the alien. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But no, they made it clear the ship's yeah. gonna come back. And it feels to me as well that like while that was very very specifically about apartheid, um, everything that's happened with uh, immigration, yeah. and travel bans, and yeah, and, uh, oh yeah. The, if yeah. there's a time to bring that back, it I think fe- it's it feels now. like there's a lot yeah. that could be done with that right now. now and I'm all for it. I do want to mention the fact that um, I'm kind of sad about the Neil Blomkamp stuff yeah. for Alien. Yeah, because that new Alien didn't is it 
blowing things out of the water. No, it's not doing great. I mean, it's, it's not tanking. It's, right? it, they're going to, like, they'll probably break even on it. I think it's already broken even worldwide. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because it was only, like, $98 million to make. For sure, but that's, like, marketing. would have They would have spent yeah. almost that much again. True. You know they what I mean? They did a lot of weird, like, tie-ins. They and did a Rick lot. Rick and Morty episodes. They did a lot. They so the spent a is, lot. The question is, would a Blomkamp um, alien movie do better? I don't know if it would do better, but I, it might have better word of mouth. I think yeah, this I, franchise I, needs to like, go away for a bit. I, it did. It did. Uh, no. It needs to go away again. The, the The last two movies haven't been good. It did, it, it did, like, it did go away for a while, and that was part of the reason why Prometheus made so yeah. much money. Yeah. This is better than Prometheus. This is doing worse. And I think more than anything else, it's just tone. Like, it's not fun. Yeah. It's just like, kind of brutal. Yeah, like it has like good bits and everything, but like I don't. Like, see people like going like walking out of Alien Covenant and being like, "Oh my God, you have to see that." No, they, it's so depressing. It's a de- <laughs> yeah. Nothing good happened in that movie. Totally. Whereas I mean, it, I enjoyed parts of it. It had some beautiful scenes. Yeah. And the alien design has never looked better. Yeah, I think it's well made. Yeah. It's just like it's not. It, it, it's not it, a fun it movie. Didn't answer enough questions. Not enough fun. Whereas I feel like the Neil Blomkamp movie, like however it turned out, would yeah. have been insane yeah. and would have been very entertaining and would have been the type of. Mm-hmm. Like would have been an appropriate summer blockbuster. Like I, Alien Covenant didn't feel like a summer blockbuster. It, it answered questions I didn't care about. Yeah, and it left new questions that I'm like, well, how does this happen? How does this all tie in now? Exactly, exactly. Whereas I feel like if he'd brought back an Alien, I think it actually, I think it definitely would have made more money. I think it would have been more successful. I also would have been. Happy well, I mean, if, like we wouldn't have had Prometheus if that were no. The, the thing is, I, so, Prometheus uh, then just never answer where the aliens come from. Just mm-hmm. I don't. They don't need to come from anywhere. It doesn't matter. They, they are just a, a, a force of nature that you yeah. have to fight away. That, yeah. that, I'm happy with that. Yeah. Now we know where they come from. I'm like, eh. mm-hmm. Yeah, totally. Sure. So the next Alien movie needs to start with someone sitting up real fast and be like, oh, that was a dream. <laughs> what a, that what was a, a hor- crazy dream <laughs> I had about dream. these aliens that <laughs> were having such a problem. And androids <laughs> and things. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad that's not real. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Isn't that right, Ellen Ripley? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that would be amazing. That would have been funny. All right, so speaking of great movies. Well, so I saw the, the Citizen Kane uh, of our time. Yeah, right? I saw yes. The Mummy this week, um, which, I mean, like, is not good, but I did <laughs> I did enjoy it. I will make the argument that none of the Mummy movies have ever been good. Oh, yeah, no, definitely not. <laughs> um, so, yeah, this is it starts very boldly with a logo for Universal's Dark Universe. Oh, of course. Even though this is the second time they've tried to start it. The first time <laughs> didn't work, so they tried again. <laughs> but they're very bold and very committed to this being a thing. Um, and, yeah, Tom Cruise plays Nathan Drake, essentially. Okay. He's going around stealing stuff, raiding tombs, and he ends up in an Egyptian tomb where there was this... Uh, I mean, like, it doesn't really matter. Like, the, 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 like origin of it, basically this, like, former princess or whatever is cursed and blah, 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 and now she's an evil mom. It's in the trailer. Yeah. Like, you're not spoiling anything. This yeah. is literally the first trailer. And, yeah, and then Tom Cruise. Well, I'm mostly hesitant just because I'm not 100%. Like, I know I saw it, <laughs> but it's just, like, I didn't care. And, yeah, it was just a bunch of nonsense. So, anyway, uh, she. so, yeah, so she is, yeah, is, like, evil and has all these powers, and she needs um, a dude to uh to like culminate her plan and take over the world and she picks tom cruise why so because he's the most actiony heroic nathan drakey person and he was just kind of there as well (laughs) um so so now all of a sudden he's like fleeing from this mummy lady and doesn't know what to do and then fortunately 
Um, he gets hooked up by Russell Crowe's Dr. Jekyll, who runs some sort of secret international monster hunting squad. That is um, the dumbest and he also, like, series of words I've ever yeah, heard. Yeah, and he also, like, <laughs> is he also is Mr. Hyde. He just keeps that under control by, like, shooting himself up. It was but, like, like the Hulk. At one point, he doesn't get enough medication in. We get to see some Mr. Hyde. and uh, He's a diabetic Hulk. Okay. Totally, yeah. And so, like, that helps. So he helps with the mummy and, and says, sets up more monster hunting adventures adventures for everybody so it is really stupid um that goes without saying uh I, I, but i have to admit like i did have fun with it um yeah. mostly because like i'm just so used to and what i was worried this would mm. be is like i'm so used to like two and a half hour long transformers movies that treat transformers deathly seriously right right and treat the mythology as something that's to be revered yeah and appreciated whereas this was just willfully like like we know how dumb this is, we're just gonna have fun with it. They acknowledge it's stupid. Yeah, and right. I appreciated that. And also, like, I did love the like the. T- I really enjoyed the tone of a giant action movie with monsters. So it mm. has like a horror feel to it without being, you know, oh. it, but in a fun like monster movie way. So and there are some great sets pieces. Um, Oscar Schmidt who directed. I hadn't done anything before. I hadn't directed before, but he'd sort of written mm-hmm. like a ton of blockbusters. And uh, he did some. There's like a prank crash in it that's fantastic. There are a lot of big like uh, mummy zombie mm. attacks that were you know in the middle of car chase and stuff that were very fun. So I thought that stuff was well handled. Um, I enjoyed how silly it was. And quite frankly, as idiotic as it is, I'm not against this whole Dr. Jekyll tracking down right. all the world's monsters to bring together to fight bigger monsters. I actually find that amusing mm-hmm. in a really stupid way. So, Are they family, though? Of course. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, of course. The greatest family there is. More and than the Fast and Furious family? Well, I mean, let's not get crazy. But they are both owned by Universal, so you yeah. never know. One day the two families <laughs> might fight. We can only hope. Um, but uh, the... Yeah, and, and, and it actually had a twist that I didn't see coming. It really? actually made the whole thing make more sense, really? in a way. Yeah. I mean, it, not, like, logically. It's still <laughs> stupid. <laughs> but just in terms of, like, like why. Because the whole time I was like, why did Tom Cruise do this? Like, what is the end game? And then that happened. I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> well, that makes more sense. Well, there you go. So there was that. Um, and, yeah, so... I have a weird feeling about it where, like, it's not good, but it is dumb fun in a way that I miss. Oh, that I don't we? feel like we get, aside from the Fast and Furious franchise, there aren't a lot of just unapologetically stupid fun <laughs> big fun. movies. Didn't they try to do something like this with Van Helsing? Yes. Was that exactly. Universal as well? Yeah, 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 yeah. totally. And Van, and, and that was a, another thing is I, I feel like this, like, it compared to Van Helsing, this yeah. works. Okay. Um, <laughs> this is not. I a mean, compare. that's not that's not the bar you want to compare oh, it totally. to. Totally, it's better than Van Helsing. It's better than either of the sequels to the all, all the sequels to the Brendan Fraser Mummy movie. Brendan Fraser Mummy movie is is fun. That's actually one of my guilty pleasure movies. Yeah, I'm not gonna lie. I, yeah, exactly. I, what about the Scorpion King? Uh, yeah, the Scorpion King that. starring The, the Rock, Rock yeah. before he left wrestling. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Did he have long hair in that movie? <laughs> For sure. And he yeah. was still credited as The Rock. There yeah. was no Dwayne Johnson yet. <laughs> um, but it was bad. Yeah. yeah so, it like, was. so that's the thing. Within the realm of these like stupid monster action movies, it's fine. Yeah. I've been surprised how everyone's been like crapping all over it. I think a lot of it is just because the idea for this universal monster movie universe is really dumb. It's super dumb. The uh, thing is, in practice, I think it's dumb pun. Yeah. And I'm all for it. Now, it's but a bummer. Like, how is it much dumber than the idea of, like, a superhero movie? 
Um, well, it, for one thing, the superhero stuff like has mythologies that make sense and are well, already there. Yeah, yeah. They're like making this stuff <laughs> as they go along. Well, I mean, like if you look, if you go back far enough, um, for a lot of the Universal stuff, like Frankenstein mm. and Dracula, those are fantastic novels that are like full of lore and yeah. like, backstory and things oh, totally. like that. But they're not the type of thing where like. Tom Cruise jumps out of a plane and that's true. shoots 18 mummies in the face. That's you know true. What I mean? So, yeah, like, I agree with you. Like, the source material is incredible. I would love it if they made a $100 million version of Frankenstein. This is not going to happen. It's my favorite Didn't book they all try that someone, once? Yeah. They, there was the Mary Shelley's Frankenstein with yeah. Robert De Niro and everything. It's not very good. It's really bad. Yeah. But um, uh, I think you're thinking of I, Frankenstein, yeah. uh, which is art. Yeah, that was horrible. Well, that's a different one. <laughs> that is... It's really, really horrible. <laughs> yeah, I know it's bad. Weren't you fighting gargoyles? <laughs> Something like that. What? <laughs> Something like that. But um, what's gothic and spooky? <laughs> uh, totally. No, I would love if, if Universal was like committed to actually bringing back proper monster movies. That'd be great. They're not. They want to turn them into blockbusters. Oh, okay. The, my point is just that I don't. I think that can be fun. Yeah. If also, it's done by people that care. Yeah. This one was done by people that half cared, and <laughs> it felt like they didn't have a finished script and all those normal problems. But so. There's enough promise here that I hope it does well enough that they keep this going. I want to see it. Because I sure. think if they got, like, you know, like an Edgar Wright or Guillermo del Toro or someone that actually cares about this stuff, knows how to world build, to see what del Toro and could do. would have fun with it, yeah. I think it'd be great. Um, it has to be better than this, but this is at least better than Dracula Untold. So I'm hoping oh, yeah, this so is just yeah. going to get better and better. So I'm hoping the third one will be good. What, what do you think that would be? It would either be like the Wolfman or Swamp Thing. Invisible Man. Yeah, and well, I forgot yeah, about the Wolf Invisible Man, Man. Invisible Man. Um, a lot of these don't seem like they could be true. as grand. Oh no, as... I think the next one's the Creature of the Black Lagoon. I think that's really? Yeah. So I'm trying to think of how they can make that as grand as you know the Mummy taking over London. Well, because it would have eight other monsters in it. Oh, okay. it wouldn't just be the Creature of the Black Lagoon. Oh, okay, right? that makes sense. Like, I think that's that, that's the concept. Creature of the Black Lagoon and all these spooky gargoyles. <laughs> yeah, totally. <laughs> Plus, I love Creature of the Black Lagoon. There's only two of yeah. them. The original one was actually one of the first 3D movies. Oh, really? Back when they invented 3D, huh. 3D movies. Yeah. So, like, there's a lot of reasons why that makes sense. Um, so, yeah, I yeah, I have very mixed feelings about it. Like, as, as far as a big, dumb Tom Cruise versus Mummy movies go, it's fine. Yeah. Um, and, yeah, I hope it does okay. I don't think it will. <laughs> Um, <laughs> and under normal circumstances, I would say that would be the end of this. But Universal are very committed to making this happen. This is the second time they've why. rebooted it. So, well, they own all the properties, and you making movie universes is key to easy money. And they know Fast yeah. and Furious only has a couple more movies in it because eventually they'll just be. I mean, I would love to just see like I'd love to see like just isolated movies like that with some crossover, maybe. But like, mm. just have like have like a straight up horror Dracula movie, sort mm. of like. No, I was gonna say sort of like Bram Stoker's. Mm. I love Bram Stoker's. It's a good one. I enjoy it, but, but I'd like no, it to. I'd no. like a movie to be a little more um, honest to the source material. Mm-hmm. It was somewhat honest. Bram, yeah, Bram Stoker's is the most honest. Yeah, yeah. no, it is. Yeah. I'm saying that, but like, I, I, I don't know. I don't know where I'm going with this rant. I, yeah. I, I would like them to just like isolated monster movies maybe have some crossover every once in a while yeah i would yeah don't worry, i would love it if they just made dracula versus movies, frankenstein i think after that <laughs> Gansano, Turo, wolfman one tank that, that was not good that, that was yeah, not a good movie it wasn't good no i yeah I, it's really hard to mess up a wolfman movie though it's a werewolf is it there's only a couple of werewolf movies that are actually really good 
Werewolf in London. American Werewolf in American Werewolf in London. American Werewolf in I don't like and that. And the original one. Wolfman. You're crazy. The original Wolfman's We've gone over the, We've yeah. gone over this many times. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's like... And, and the Howling Wolf, sequels are the Wolfman's worst things I've okay. seen. Um, and then, yeah, other than that, they're mostly um, garbage. Teen Wolf? Yeah, Teen Wolf's fun. But, I mean, you know... It's Twilight? Yeah. Come well, on. Yeah. <laughs> they aren't really werewolves. They're just mm-hmm. man-wolf things. They don't, like... They're not half-wolf, half-man. They're just like, yo, I can turn into a wolf-man. Mm-hmm. I guess. Yeah. So, anyway... I, abs. It's it could have been worse. Is the is the verdict on the Tom Cruise mummy? And then one more movie I saw this week was called It Comes at Night. Oh, I've heard of that. Good yeah, thing yeah. yeah. <clears throat> it's a horror a horror movie, in as much as that like it's horrifying. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I would describe it almost as like a zombie movie without the zombies. Weird. So it's set in a world where there was some sort of like bubonic plague esque illness that okay. sort of has taken over most of the population mm. and uh joel edgerton and his uh wife and, and teenage son live in this cabin in the middle of the woods they haven't talked to anyone in an indeterminate amount of time um they like purify their own water they mm-hmm. hunt for food and they never go out at night and then one night someone breaks into their house and well okay, before that the very first scene is them killing the grandfather because he contracted the plague in the middle of the woods they mm-hmm. have no idea how he did it and just get a sense of how paranoid it is, get a sense of how, like, horrible and dreadful this world is. And then in the middle of the night, someone breaks in, and Jolderson sort of is about to kill him when he realizes that it's just another father with another family, and they have uh, livestock and some food, so they decide to pool their resources and invite okay. the family to come live together. And that leads to a, a moment of success, but ultimately is, you know, things go horribly wrong. I assume there wouldn't be a movie. Totally, yeah. We're all happy now. Yeah, That's totally. Great. So it's essentially like the, like how, you know, most zombie movies are sort of we are the real yeah. monsters. This is sort of that because there's no monster. It's just we are monsters. Um, and it's very, very bleak and very disturbing. It has a great mood to mm. it. It's very well shot and has a lot of intriguing ideas. It is ultimately like just like like unrelentingly depressing and bleak mm. and horrible. So like if you're in the mood for that, that's great. Um, and given the state of the world, yeah, it's probably a good time for that. Yeah, but. Um, yeah, I think for what it's trying to like, it is ultimately very simple. Mm-hmm. But I think for what it's trying to do, it does it excellently. That's awesome. And um, the performances are fantastic. I'm was really impressed by the filmmaking. It's mm-hmm. only the second uh, film by this guy, and I'm intrigued to see what else he does. And uh, yeah, so it's yeah, it was probably more along the lines of like a psychological thriller right, right. than a horror movie. But it's also just like so dark and right. so upsetting. That like I can understand why they're marketing as a horror movie because I think like that's the crowd it's for. It's right. not going to play in malls, you know what I mean? No. But if you like very bleak, very unsettling, um, very intelligent mm. um, movies about how horrible people are, this is a great one. Nice. And uh, yeah, I really recommend it. Yeah. Can we take a break, Cody? Yeah. Sure. Man, I wish I could get new comics every month, but I'm broke and oddly always five dollars short. Lame. Wait, five bucks short, you say? Well, I've got something special for you. What the hell was that? It's me, the discount ghost of Coupons Pass. Are you scared? What the f- Use the code CGMEG in all caps, all one word, to get $5 off your next Comic Bento subscription. So wait, if I use the code CGMEG all in caps, all one word, I get $5 off my next Comic Bento? Yes, use the code CGMEG in all caps, all one word, and get $5 off your next Comic Bento. A whole $5, eh? Now that's scary. Ooh. 
The Pixels and Ink podcast is brought to you by Buns, your city network. Buns connects you to the people in your neighborhood to help you find the things you need to fuel your real life. Swap things you already have to get items you need. You can also find jobs that pay the bills, homes for rent, advice, and a place to talk about your city. Buns is available online at buns.com and on your phones via the Apple App Store and Google Play Store. And we are back. Minus one Phil. Yeah, it's sad he had to leave. But. Yeah, he decided that he's too good for E3. No, I'm joking. He, uh, <laughs> he just said that he didn't really have much to offer in terms of commentary. So, it's a two-man show now. Yeah. And uh, in just under 48 hours, I'd say, we're going to be in the air. Well yeah. under 48 hours. <laughs> I mean, if you judging it based on uh, when this podcast posts. Oh, just under 24 hours. Yeah. We'll, be, uh, we'll be in the air on our way to give you all of the E3 coverage that your heart desires. We plan to well, do. I mean, all that we can possibly Yeah, we do. Will do, we do, we'll be doing some podcasts at the show, just we're not sure when. Yeah, I did say on the Buns podcast that we're going to shoot for daily podcasts, but I can't guarantee. I mean, we could do them like afternoon. Yeah, I mean, we did it last year, well, we even did, if it was just like me and Jed. It might also be like half hour podcasts, things like that. Yeah. Well, yeah, that's that's the other thing too. Or but um, us and whoever random dev, we could be like, hey, be on a podcast for ten minutes. Yeah, I mean that that is uh, that is definitely an option. Um, I, we can't guarantee anything. No. I mean, but you never know. There are it, if there's a time to grab someone off the streets. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's E three. Um, this year's gonna be interesting. Yeah, it is. Uh, last year, it was very obvious. Uh, that Nintendo was going to show off Zelda. I think yep. they, they announced well before that that's all that's going to be here. Don't get your hopes mm-hmm. up. This year, well, obviously, we're going to go into each, like, the major company. Yeah, yeah. Um, this year, I, I honestly, I don't know. I know we're going to see Mario, mm-hmm. um, Super Mario Odyssey. Uh, we're probably going to see the Rabbids game that got leaked. Yeah. And possibly Smash Bros. Yeah. Maybe Splatoon. Uh, well, and if then, we don't see Splatoon, I'll be surprised. It comes out soon. Yeah, and that's 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 the main ones. Uh, I mean, are, I, I, I think there's going to be maybe some hints about some 3DS titles. Maybe yeah, some, I think like, that Switch future Switch games type thing. I mean, last year they did in their conference show. Well, not in the conference, uh, the the Switch reveal, they showed off um, or they teased Xenoblade Two. Mm-hmm. Um, you guys can check this rundown at uh, CGMegaOnline.com as well. Um, our writer Remington. Joseph did a very good job yeah. um, giving a, a pretty comprehensive insight to what you can expect. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, they, they showed off uh, Xenoblade 2. Mm-hmm. Um, they showed off Project Octopath Journey. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I think that's what it's called, the Square Enix uh, it looks neat, RPG actually. made by the Bravely Default team. That one looks really neat. Yeah, uh, so that could be another thing we see, maybe more. I, I think we should. Uh, mm-hmm. Those are... I don't want to say they're system sellers, but they could be um, strong exclusives. Yeah. Uh, Xenoblade, I think, is a system seller. Mm. To an extent that we haven't had a strong RPG yet. Yeah, okay. I can give you that. Um, so it will be interesting to see what uh, what Nintendo does. Mm. Microsoft, I think, that's another one where, I mean, we might hear something about Halo. Uh, we don't know what that could be. I think the it could possibly be an animated series. It could possibly be um, a, a side quest video mm-hmm. game. Maybe they'll tease the next entry. I don't. 
I don't know. Yeah. Um, but Microsoft seems to be a little more focused on the tech mm-hmm. side of things. So yep. we're going to see Scorpio. We know that. Without a question, yeah. Scorpio is going to be there. Um, but that's maybe – I think we should see Crackdown. Um, if we don't see Crackdown, I'll be surprised because that game was announced a while ago. But they didn't show it last year. That is that true. That was the thing. They yeah. didn't show Crackdown last year. Um, they're hurting for some exclusives. I mean, they have kind of the opposite of what they had the last generation where they had all the exclusives. This generation, yeah. they're really kind of hurting. They don't have the games they used to. A lot of it's from their own hand, though. I mean, they, they canceled Fable Legends and closed down Lionhead Studios. I don't know Studios. why they didn't just kind of keep, just get that out there. Um, Crackdown's been delayed how many times? Um, all they're really turned out, like, exclusively, it seems... Well, I mean, there was a Quantum... Break. break yeah thanks there was uh there was that that existed yeah uh but i mean they they really need to come out swinging i think mm, i agree um sony on the other hand sony has a lot but i don't i don't think sony is gonna come out like they did last year and the year before that because going into uh last e3 sony well you never know maybe they would uh sony has a habit of they steal the show, and mm-hmm. they get people excited for the PlayStation brand by showing off games that you're not going to get for a long time. Whereas yeah. Microsoft, their mandate is probably like within the year or so yeah, you'll yeah. see you'll see these titles we're showing off. Um, so maybe Sony will throw will pull something out of the bag. Maybe something from The Last of Us Two. I um, mean, I, I'd love to see something from The Last of Us Two. I mean, yeah, I think that's an interesting title they've already kind of announced, and I want to see more for it. I want to see more from God of War. Yeah, well, we the thing is, we've seen God of War. What we see from God of War now is it's not going to be new. No, it's true. Um, they had a gameplay demo last year at the show. They did. You're right. Yeah. Um, so there's that. I mean, Death Stranding, I think, the Hideo Kojima title will that's be. That's um, not going to be there. It's they not? Already, they, they already said they're not. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Well, so that's something. Shenmue's not going to be there. So that's another hit on Sony. Yeah. Uh, maybe we'll see a little more of Spider-Man. Yeah. Uh, the they, Insomniac Spider-Man. That's Insomniac, right? Yeah. Uh, I don't, I don't know though. Um, I'm trying to think of some other Sony. T- uh, uh, it's not Sony, but we could see possibly um, some Crash. Um, I, I don't know though. Um, usually, it's pretty formulaic though for Sony. So we'll see, we'll see a bit of the there we probably back. the new Call of Duty game because they I mean, they're yeah, there every year. They do um, well, since they got PS4. Yeah, I mean, it used to be the Microsoft conference, but now it's the, the Sony conference. Um, I, I'd hope that we'd see um, at least a teaser for Kingdom Hearts. I know it's not a Sony property, but Square Enix does have a presence at the Sony conference. Yeah, okay. Um, and maybe Final Fantasy VII. Um, but that, th- those are both stuck in development hell for a little while, so who knows? Yeah, but I mean, it's better to like show something. Yeah, it's true. Um and yeah, and then moving on to the other, um, like the third party developers, we know EA is showing off Battlefront Two. Oh yeah, yeah, um, we know that. There's a new Need for Speed. I'm excited for that one. Yeah, uh, they actually <laughs> the cover of the Need for Speed game accidentally leaked a new car. <laughs> I thought that was amazing. Um, I I'm not a gearhead, so I don't know what the car was. It was but an M3. That was yeah, the new M3. Yeah, so um, the new sorry M5, the yeah, new M5. Yeah, yeah. So that was fun. Um, I just think that's amazing. (laughs) (laughs) 
but yeah uh so i think that's dude i i wouldn't be surprised if we see another uh battlefield yeah i wouldn't be surprised um and then obviously like fifa nhl madden exactly um what else we got bethesda Mm -hmm. uh sorry there's a bug um bethesda i think the tradition is to show off like to tease a new id title yeah yeah but I mean, they but Quake isn't out yet, so Wolfenstein. Maybe Quake's kind of out. Is it in open beta now, or yeah? But that's it's not out to out. show it up. To show it off makes no sense because people can play it. right Yeah, now. exactly. So I'm trying to think. Would they? Go I say Wolfenstein. You think Wolfenstein? Yep. New Wolfenstein. I'm trying to think. Does what else does it have that hasn't been shown yet? Do they have Commander anything? Keen? The you dark gritty reboot of Commander Keen. I would. Keen? I would pay money to play a new Commander Keen. I would too, but they're not going to do it. <laughs> Maybe I don't think so. It's a hot brand now. Yeah, um, it's it's a hot property. You know, people yeah, are flying off shelves. You know it. Um, maybe something Elder Scrolls related. Yeah, I, I'm not. Released, they just released um, the new uh, Morrowind expansion for Elder Scrolls Online. Yeah, um, and the new Elder Scrolls game. If they kind of tease that it exists, might be a thing to do. Like Elder Scrolls Six. Yeah, I mean that's. Is it six five? What was Skyrim? VI6, yes. Okay. Elder Scrolls yeah. 5 was Skyrim. Um I mean they have they they kind of have to. Um I I can't really think of like we we don't know anything by the way. No. This is no. we are this is just what I mean we know a few things but we're not going to tell you. No. And we're not, not going to mention it. Oh, so. whoopsie, that thing that <laughs> um but we know a few embargoed things, but yes, there's there's not nothing. We don't know anything about the big conferences. We don't know what's going to be on show. We we don't have Sony didn't give us a, well, a list of what's going to be. Yeah, on. exactly. Well, I mean, we know things that might be announced later. Um, yeah, but we're not going to talk about that. No, so so we don't have um, any. What we're talking about now is we really. This don't is know. yeah. This is just us speculating uh, based off of the past and yeah. uh, sort of rumblings that we might have heard. Um, yeah. And uh, just generally looking at the release schedules of these companies, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah I, I mean, I, I Sony's not going to do hardware refresh. They just did that. Yeah, their PS4 uh, Pro. Um, uh, it's fine. I think <laughs> if I think this will be the E3, we see what um, what VR means to Sony. I don't think they're going to do anything for VR. Well, I that's mean, what I, I mean. I could be proven wrong, but I mean, look at it this way. They've just sold, they were about a million units sold for Sony yeah. VR. There is about 40 some million PS4s. So if someone's releasing a title for VR and want to hit Sony PS4, they would rather, or rather, um, you're not going to get enough install base to make a AAA title worth it. That's the thing. And uh, a lot of that is because Sony hasn't pushed it. Um, no, I, th- if- I, I think it's just, it's still expensive. People still yeah. don't know why they want it. And. VR is still kind of a novelty, and so that, it's not a, a must-have. That falls on Sony, though. Um, I, I people, it, but people, the part of people not understanding why they would want it, people will buy something because it has a title that they want. Um, if they thing is to put hundred million dollars into a game that's going to sell under a million copies, it's not economically feasible. Sony shouldn't have <laughs> made it. They probably shouldn't. Uh, but I, I don't think. But then again, that's a problem with all VR makers right now. Yeah, but I mean, this is the you, thing: if you is count that, every VR thing out there you might be like five million yeah that's not enough for even if every one of those people bought a game yeah that's still not enough. i just i just think that um in order to actually push the playstation vr if they want it to be a successful 
um, yep. device. Sony's going to have to put in some money to make a title that people want. Yeah. Um, I'm not gonna, you're not wrong. Yeah, that's that's the only way it's going to work. Every console is a calculated risk by a company, mm. um, and it's a matter of getting uh, getting content that fans want. I mean, yeah. the Wii U wasn't a raging success because it didn't launch with uh, a lot of content that fans wanted, whereas the Switch is a raging success because... It launched with Zelda, mm-hmm. um, and that's the difference between a successful console and unsuccessful console. The PS4 was a bit of a different story. That was Microsoft kind of shooting itself in the foot before the console came out, and Sony jumped on it, uh, which is a benefit that Sony has with um, going on on the Monday instead of the Sunday. Uh, so it'll be it'll be interesting. Um, Sony's always fun to watch because I I'm. I don't. I can't confirm this, but I'm almost certain that they change their press conference details after watching Microsoft. So, um, yeah, it, it's it's obvious that they do that. Yeah. Uh, again, can't confirm it, but <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised if that was the case. Um, but going forward, uh, Beth- uh, not Bethesda. We talked about them. Ubisoft. Uh, the fractured butthole has been delayed, but we will probably see something from it. Okay. Um, a Tom Clancy title wouldn't be out of the question, I think. Um, and yeah, I can't think of anything else unless they want to make Steep like a yearly installment. Oh, uh, actually, the Assassin's Creed title. That could be another thing. Oh yeah, I, 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 I'm we're definitely going to see an Assassin's Creed title. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so that's probably what we'll expect. And then there's other things uh, like we know what Sega is going to show off. We know what um, like a lot of the other publishers are showing. So I, I don't think this is going to be a big surprise yeah. filled E3. Um, I think a lot of companies are starting to realize that hey, we can control the message if we just uh, do everything ourselves. And that's why a lot of the fun's been taken out of it. We we've known for weeks in advance what EA is going to show, what Ubisoft's going to... Ubisoft, not as much, but EA, um, Sega, like those kinds of companies. We've, we've known what they're going to show. Um, but yeah, it's E3. <laughs> yeah, it's coming up. There's got to be something, though. Um, because the, the thing about E3 that's always fun is that it kind of... There's a wave of momentum that comes from it. And uh, when you're dealing with, especially when you're dealing with the console manufacturers, if Microsoft can come out with something big, that could have the potential to change the tide for the Xbox One. Um, and the same goes for Sony with the PS4 and Nintendo with the Switch. It's, uh, it dictates the view of yeah. the console for the rest of the year almost. So we'll see. I mean, E3 is kind of up in the air and it's, it's kind of also up in the air for the fact that it's not a fan show. So maybe less will be shown this that's year. That's the other thing too. It could be a completely different experience. We'll find out soon that I am kind of worried about that. Yeah. Um, I know a lot of the stuff is going, is taking place off site. Yeah. Um, and I, I, I am curious to see how the fan, like being open to fans yeah. is going to, is going to affect things. Uh, but yeah, that's sort of a bleak way to end this. Um, yeah, a little dark. Go video games, yeah. I guess. <laughs> we'll see. I, I mean, we'll uh, be at the show floor. If you happen to be a fan and happen to be at E3 and want to say hi, 
tweet at us and we'll give you a high five. Maybe. Maybe. I'm not nice, though. <laughs> um, I'd recommend if you really want to talk to me, which I don't know why I'm not interesting. Um, like, wait till like afternoon. So I've had a coffee. That's fair. Because if I haven't had a coffee, but be fair, afternoon would, for us would be like 9 a.m. in L.A. I'm talking about afternoon in L.A. Oh, okay, so basically, you like if, you, if you're going to come up and see me, wait. <laughs> if I have a coffee in my hand, then you're you're fine. Okay. If it's in the morning and I don't have a coffee in my hand, then just be wary. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm mean and I might bite. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, we will be in L.A. all next week. We will have news coverage, previews, etc., cetera, etc., cetera, going live. I feel like this is the most organized we've gone into E3. Yep. Um, we We're are a, a tactical unit, I want to call us. Yeah. Um, a multifaceted tactical unit that uh, is going to bring you all of the news that we possibly can. Um, and yeah, it'll be fun. It's, it's E3. Um, I'm going to try to make some time for the Naughty America booth. <laughs> is, that, is that even there this year? I, I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah, we'll find out. They were there last year. Yeah. They're, they're a steeple now. Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> but uh, we'll wrap up there. For more content like this, don't forget to check out cgmagonline.com. Don't forget, we are going to try to do daily podcasts. Try. I can't make a promise. And we are now on the Buns Network. Yes. We're on the Buns Network, guys. So go and check out buns.com and check out the Buns Network. I was actually on the Buns podcast this week. The ISO podcast. (laughs) Yeah. uh, It was awesome. I said some great things about how every day in the video game industry feels like work. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I talked about uh, my VR, uh, which which side I'm backing for VR. What what is that? Uh, I said the Vive. I'm reserving judgment right now because I don't think any of them are ready. Well, okay. I was given two choices. I was given the Vive or Oculus, and I said (laughs) Vive because Oculus isn't selling, and also Palmer Lucky left a bad taste in my mouth. Uh, But yeah, check them out because it was really fun. It was a great conversation. Mm -hmm. Got to talk video games with... um, it's cool to talk about video games about with people that aren't like jaded by the industry. Yeah, that's uh, so that was really cool. Um, and yeah, we, we might be having some Buns Network people people on uh, on our podcast, and we might be on other podcasts. So always keep an eye out for us. Yeah, if you really like us or Phil, yep. Phil's not here right now, but he might he might have left mm. for a podcast. Who knows that he didn't? Um, <laughs> I'm gonna, <laughs> but yeah. <laughs> follow us on Twitter at CGMagOnline. You can follow me on Twitter at Cody underscore Orm. Before I 26. And Phil is at that Phil Brown. You can follow us on YouTube. Yep. Don't forget to like, comment, and subscribe on all of the videos we do. We are CG Magazine. And you can follow us on Facebook at Facebook.com slash Comics Gaming Magazine. And we will see you at E3. Woo. Fireworks. Bye. Bye. Bye.